0: On this episode of We've Never Been Clicked, we talk to Ryan Nanny of the Shutdown Fullcast about the year 1998 in honor of our throwback uniforms versus Kentucky. Before we get to that, you know what else started in the 90s, Ags? Yes, wow, I can't believe you guessed it, Aggieland Outfitters. Aggieland Outfitters started with two Aggies and a big dream. Now you know them for high quality, great selection, exclusive items, and personalized service. Visit any of their three locations around Aggieland, or go to their website at agielandoutfitters.com. Let's go. we well, never been oh, we never been oh, we never been, oh, we've
2: never been Da, la, la, la.
0: Hello and welcome back to We've Never Been Clicked. This is Cuppy Cup and I'm joined. Just say here when I when I call your name so that we know you're present. I'm joined by Jay Arnold. Aki. Jimmy Guards. Present. And we have a special guest from corporate this week. Best known for tweeting, I think, and (laughs) (laughs) also for being the awesome Blossom uh, I hope that's not the Chili's how, version.
1: How dare you! That is the Chili's one. Oh, I always screw that up. <laughs> not not only is it the Chili's one, they discontinued it. Oh, uh, what is it called again? It's the the, blo- the bloomin' onion. Oh, that sounds
0: much more Australian. The bloomin' onion <laughs> at the Outback Bowl, and also he's used to being on a disorganized podcast with four people, so I think he'll fit right in uh, with the shutdown full cast. Of course, we have Ryan Nanny here.
1: All right, thank you, thank you for complying. I'm not used to that. You're welcome. I'm the only, I'm the only like law-abiding member of my podcast, so I figure I should bring that here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I've noticed that the. Uh, <laughs> so thanks for being on. We uh, we've brought on guests uh, sometimes in the past, but uh, usually I think they have a lot of disdain for us, and I feel like you're on our side, so this will be a different vibe tonight. <laughs>
1: <laughs> do you want me to try to drum up some? I can. <laughs> well,
0: I can do that for you because. Uh, we're playing Kentucky this week, and Kentucky kind of drubbed Florida, if I'm not mistaken, so I wanted to kind of tap into your brain and see if you have any
1: scouting report or Drub, Drubbed is such a loaded word. Like why do we have to why do we have to r- come right out with judge They beat Florida? They won. <laughs> drubbed it has so many negative connotations. no. Kentucky did beat the hell out of Florida because Kentucky is a good football team in this the year 2018 sorry it's true (laughs) that's bizarre to
0: think about but yes
1: as 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 bad as louisville is this year that's how good kentucky is (laughs) Is because the state of kentucky only has so much good foot like good football is a natural resource and it can only be diverted so many directions and so they've decided this year kentucky gets a bunch of it and uh louisville's farm will (laughs) i bear it in Uh, have to be turned over i liked
3: it a lot better when it was all in western kentucky
1: (laughs) it wasn't that fun that was better times are they playing what do you this year western western kentucky probably
0: louisville and kentucky are they gonna play this year
3: yeah they play yeah
1: oh yeah they play at the end they play in that uh that's kentucky's uh end of year, where Florida plays Florida State and Georgia plays Georgia Tech and South Carolina plays Clemson, that's Kentucky's wait, wait, wait. end of the year.
3: You mean that teams can play an end-state rival at the end of the year? That's a thing you can do?
2: From different conferences, no less. Wow.
1: I, listen, call Rice. They'll take they'll take.
0: <laughs> Why would we help them? Why are we going to help okay. Rice? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. Yeah, it's... Uh, we don't want to help uh, Texas make more money and draw attendance, so it's it's rooted in in a lot of uh, rational commerce. reasoning. It's common sense. Yeah, it's common that's, sense. That's commerce. Right. It's, it's yeah. capitalism at its finest.
1: So, what do you want to know about Kentucky, though? Uh, like, how are they going to beat a And M?
3: How good is Benny Snell?
1: Benny Snell's really good. The whole running game is really good, um, and it's partially because they have a transfer. I want to say an Oregon transfer. I may have that wrong, at quarterback. So, like, they keep, you, they keep you honest when they throw the ball. Their defense is really, really good. They have, like, I want to say, like, a top 10 defense right now based on some of the metrics. Hmm. Um, so, they, like, just don't screw up. And granted, in... To, to be competitive in the SEC East 90% of the job is not screwing up which is why ten, which is why Tennessee is terrible <laughs> but like they're they are a pretty well run know their limits but also don't sort of like play down to them football team Benny Snell is super good and fun and they also like they're sort of playing with house money a little bit here it's early in the season it's only October now but you know there's not a lot of pressure to be like, well, if we don't win the East, we're disappointed. Like, sc- screw that! You, you've never even finished second in the East in recent memory. So, like, good on you, Kentucky. Go out and win the whole dang thing. If that means beating Texas A and M, so be it. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> well, I actually I really want to see Tennessee and Kentucky play now. Screw the oh, screw the A and M. What's game. wrong?
1: With, what's wrong with you? <laughs>
3: <laughs> I really want to see the football timeline where Tennessee actually stuck with the Gregory Shiano hire.
1: Oh, that would
3: been god. God, that sounds like a wonderful timeline.
1: <laughs> is this? It's, the- I feel like it's got unnecessary body hair. <laughs> <laughs> he
3: is a bit scruffy, isn't he? He
1: is. Yeah,
0: I feel like you were trying to set me up for a forced segue with the timeline thing, so I'm just gonna do it. Unless do you have more to say about Kentucky, Ryan? I assumed you don't know
1: a whole lot. Um, no. The I, if they if they beat here's the thing, if they beat the Aggies, just buy into the line that I and Mississippi State fans and everybody else who they beat throughout the year is going to go with, which is it's not that we are catastrophically bad, it's that Kentucky is good. The world, It's so much easier to deal with if you're just like, well, Kentucky's good, so it's not our fault that we lost.
0: That's true. That does make it easier. And in, in about the third quarter last week, I convinced myself that Arkansas was good this year. See,
1: the, the lies you can tell your the things the human brain will do to keep going, <laughs> to persevere in a difficult world.
0: <laughs> they just needed a little time to learn the new system. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good stuff. So the the real reason that we brought you on, not just that you're a hybrid Kentucky and Florida superfan, but also I, I for whatever reason I assumed that you're an expert on the year 1998 and we are How- <laughs>
1: Well, hold on. Let me let me back up. How old do you think I am?
0: Uh, like thirty
1: six. Okay, I'm thirty. I, I, yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, sure. All of these guesses are somewhat right. I'm thirty five, so thirty six is actually a very good guess.
0: Okay, good. I feel good about that. So yeah, that would put you in high school, right? In 1998.
1: Yes, I was 15, which is the Maybe the worst age to be as a teenage male because you're super hormony. But to drive anywhere, you need an adult with you.
0: <laughs> but that also makes you an expert on all things pop culture. Sure,
1: let's go with that. I grew up in I grew up in Tampa, Florida, so yeah, I had my I had my finger on the pulse.
2: <laughs> Big year for boy bands in Florida. <laughs>
1: When is it not? When is it, when is that's like, you know, a down year for for champagne in champagne. They're like, no, it's always good here. <laughs> Session proof. <laughs> <laughs>
0: They announced a couple weeks ago we were doing throwback uniforms to 1998, which was kind of like that moment when you hear the red hot chili peppers on the classic rock station, making me realize how damn old I am. But that was also the last year the Aggies had any success at the game of football. It was so, our last
2: conference championship, so it's kind of uh, twisting the knife on ourselves.
1: Is <laughs> that the one? Is that the one that knocked K State out of possible national championship con- uh, appearance? Yes, yes, indeed, it was. Wow, that's right. We, we they're bad. They're bad now. I don't remember so, any
3: of this, so I'm uh, just kind of listening and learning as we go.
0: <laughs> Jay, Jay was was five years from being born in
3: 1998. no, no, no. Hey, no, come- no. <laughs> I, I was three.
0: Or four Jay, at time. Jay was three. So we're going to be able to cover a lot of different types of 1998 pop culture tonight,
3: mm-hmm. but
0: <laughs> did you do any research coming into the show?
1: Oh, absolutely. This isn't the shutdown forecast. I actually decided to do some work <laughs> for this. <laughs>
0: So I thought we would, uh, I mean, I'm sure this will end with me just reading off song titles and then us talking about whether we remember the song. But do you want to kind of, um, you know, I don't want to do much heavy lifting here as an actual host of the show. So do you want to kick us off with kind of a an overview of, of some of the most
1: memorable things in 98? I think the one that sticks out for me is that of all, you know, this is back when Americans went to the movies like crazy. Now, you know, everybody's worried that the theater going experience is going to die because it's too expensive and it's nothing but remakes and comic book movies and, you know, all the usual reasons people trot out. But in 1998, like movies were the thing to do. At the same time, if you look at the top six movies for 1998 in terms of box office sales, two of them are about an asteroid Hurtling towards Earth.
0: I'm listening. That's
1: that's where that's where we were. And one as, of them, as a culture.
0: And one of them was terrible. Well, maybe both of them, but I kind of liked Armageddon.
1: I Armageddon is terrible but fun. Mm-hmm. Whereas Deep Impact, and and I'm trying to remember because Deep Impact is the one I definitely saw both of these at the theater. Because again, why would I be good with money at this age? But is Deep Impact the one where, like Armageddon, of course, they save the day, blah, 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 blah. Billy Bob Thornton, apparently the smartest scientist in the world. (laughs) Um, Deep Impact, I'm pretty sure they're just like, nope, we're all just going underground. Sorry. Yeah, I Hmm. have like flashbacks
0: to the trailer where there's a tidal wave. And I think that the asteroid landed in the ocean and then wiped out a lot of humanity yeah
1: it's kind of a it's kind of a bummer and (laughs) i imagine when they found out like oh somebody else is making an asteroid movie oh and it ends happy ah shit well (laughs) it's probably bad for us
0: yeah they it was like the alternate ending and they had to run with it i think morgan freeman was the president in all every movie in 1998 is another factoid correct
1: correct (laughs) um yeah and deep impact is all about like a government cover-up and it's like a, it's whereas Armageddon is just like, hey, what if we got woeful? What if we sent woefully unqualified people into space with nuclear devices? It's 1998. So nothing can hurt us. Let's do that.
0: <laughs> I think they were like uh, people who worked in the oil field. Right. So that that yes, resonates correct. with our listener base in Houston,
1: Texas. Yeah. And this is also when we were supposed to think Ben Affleck was super sexy. Oh, Yeah. That's how old this movie is. Yeah, don't feel we, like that at we, all anymore. Do we don't think that
3: anymore? Yeah, this
1: is I was going to say. Uh, we, we think he's more like, I, I want to fix him. sexy. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. It's different. And the, I think
0: the coolest thing about 1998 is that Shakespeare and Love won Best Picture. And there Correct. were like at least 12 movies that were better than that one. Yeah,
1: it's... It's a, weird, it's, a, it's a weird movie year, for sure. But almost every year in the 90s was, so it's not – I don't want to pick on 98 specifically.
0: Yeah, we're going to do that, though. We're just going to talk about oh, 98. We, uh, <laughs> I, I'm scrolling through the, the box office list now, and now that you mentioned it, I'm not even exaggerating. I think I saw half of these movies in the theater.
1: But there was nothing else – like, television was pretty – pretty average at this point in time. I don't remember exactly what was on. And yes, I am going to Google it right now because that's what people want to hear. <laughs> yes, they um, want to hear the a,
0: typing, so do it loudly. I think yeah, yeah, there was yeah, a
2: yeah. lot of TGI, TGIF. And then there was like the must-see TV on Thursday night that had whatever, friends mm-hmm. and all that. And it was uh, the uh, multi-camera sitcom, laugh track. I mean, it was it was a
0: simpler time. It was kind of quaint and sweet.
1: <laughs> It's like st- yeah that feels that feels right like a pretty standard standard time more or less.
0: We lived for step by step family matters crossovers.
1: Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean King of the Hill was still on, so that was good. Mhm. But uh, let's see everybody loves Raymond was on home uh, home improvement still going strong in 98 mad about you boy all of these shows are exactly the same <laughs> it's so disappointing but what can you do oh shoot hey i was i'm
0: looking at the movies too and gosh maybe maybe there weren't 10 movies better than shakespeare in love it was a pretty rough year for movies other than maybe saving private ryan and uh big lebowski which didn't do that well in the box office
1: in Godzilla with Matthew Broderick.
0: <laughs> you mean with with Jimi Hendrix and uh, not Jimi Hendrix? Uh, P Diddy oh, covers what? a Led P- Zeppelin song. J-
1: with Jimmy, Jimmy Page,
0: Page uh. and P Diddy,
1: yeah. Oh shoot. Yeah, that was the big re- that was the big reveal in Godzilla. They were like, Jimi Hendrix is still alive.
0: <laughs> well, hell, I didn't know Jimmy Fuck Page up. was still alive at that point. <laughs> <laughs> I liked Rushmore because I'm a hippie but I thought that was that seems right that classic that seems right <laughs> uh Jay what were you doing in 98 what kind of uh, pop culture were you into uh
3: I, I don't know I was probably a NASCAR fan still at that point was 1998 <laughs> was the year Dale Earnhardt won his first Daytona 500 I'll say that I remember that
0: uh, yeah, and I, I believe you <laughs> I'm just I'm gonna take your word on that as well
3: we had a, a couple animated movies in Ants and A Bug Life, a Bug's Life that were both based around ants, uh, also known as one of the worst insects on Earth.
0: <laughs> also known as the, the, the Armageddon Deep Impact model of exactly. having the the, mm-hmm. the Mirror movie. Uh,
3: the first Rush Hour movie was released. I don't think my parents let me watch it, uh, so I'm assuming that <laughs> I got to see it later on uh, VHS. But... Uh, no, I did not see that in theaters.
0: <laughs> what's, what's the counterpart movie to Patch Adams? Ooh. maybe it's Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> I don't think I don't think that's right. But let's go. <laughs> Just, I can't. The TV show Scrubs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. I can't work beyond this list of 100 movies that's sitting right in front of me. Aggie Land Outfitters is where all discerning Aggies go for T-shirts business casual clothing, headwear, and candles. There are 13 candles listed on their website right now at AggielandOutfitters.com or of course you can visit any of their three locations in Aggieland. The literal flagship store on University Drive is one of the most unique retail experiences outside of Shanghai. Just look for the giant, even bigger than you're thinking, maroon flag flying outside the store. Tell them we've never been click sent you and they'll probably wonder what you're talking about but they love interacting with good ags. And at Aggieland Outfitters, they know they're the only place where I buy my fishing
1: shirts. Gig'em and God bless. This is probably when I was in my sweater vest phase. So let's just let that sink in. <laughs> yeah, in Florida, which was just like, good decisions on good decisions. Hey, what looks good on your sort of like, uh, nondescript body? I don't know, a gray sweater vest, cool. It's 98% humidity. Have fun. <laughs> well, in Florida, you
2: go shirtless under the sweater vest. That's
1: true. Yes. <laughs> it's, uh, that that way you look like some sort of uh, Chippendale's reject. Speaking of boners, do you know what the number one song, uh, <laughs> according to the Billboard Hot 100, was in 1998?
0: <laughs> I do, and it definitely was about boners. <laughs> it's
1: too close by next. <laughs> Jay. A, song that e- a song that even in my youth, I remember thinking like, oh, this is, I know we shouldn't do this.
3: <laughs> Jay, do
0: you know that song?
3: Uh, only because of the little research that I did beforehand Okay. on 1998 songs.
0: All right. We should have forced you to come into this blind and just asked you what you've heard of.
3: Yeah, that, that might've been a good strategy.
0: <laughs> do you remember the opening
1: line to Too Close, Ryan? I don't, um, like the actual line or like the spoken line. There's like a a downbeat or something, but I don't remember what the, um, what the line is. Please tell me. (laughs) No, I just wanted
0: you to say it on the air. I'm not going to say it. I I, I have the (laughs) the
1: genius
3: app open in front of me with the, with the spoken line, but I I don't feel like I'm quite the right person to read it.
0: (laughs) It's, uh, I, all right, I'll, I'll read it. I see. I tried to set a trap for you, and then I ended up trapping myself. <laughs> <laughs> this happens all the time. Uh, the first line is, "I wonder if she could tell I'm hard right now," and wow. then the rest of the song is about grinding and and dancing close. Just,
1: just really, just like you know how you know how good R and B music is, sort of like sexy but in a vague or <laughs> sort of just like feelingsy way. Next was like, <laughs> nope. Let's lay all the cards on the table. Erections go. <laughs> well, you know, if this was made in
0: 2008, hard could have had a double meaning, like that he's true. he's like a tough guy. <laughs> yeah. But,
3: but, Don't but, think but that's but what he's going it for. Just
1: was, it just was about it just was about his penis. <laughs> that's right.
0: Oh shoot,
1: that's uh, speaking, that
0: song's not, not very good. says
3: <laughs> Let me tell you about the 1998. I did a rod.
0: please please do
3: so i uh was googling my sports facts for 1998 and found out the winning sled team was pulled by lead dogs red and rocket
1: oh no (laughs) (laughs) oh no
0: we always called those conquistadors when i was a kid because it was a snack food that looked like a red (laughs) rocket (laughs) i'm sorry what there was a little. There was a snack food called Conquistadors. They were like little chips, but they oh, and they
1: looked like and they looked like dog erections. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. So we called those. Well, it ended up being Conkeys for short. But
1: <laughs> <laughs> there's so much to unpack from your childhood, isn't there?
0: There is. Don't even bring up Teddy Ruxpin. <laughs> <laughs> Save that for a therapy session. The. Um, Yeah. So any other musical takes from 98 other than too close, which I imagine most people have forgotten by the time they're listening to this.
1: Um, It was a pretty aggressively uh, (laughs) middle school slow dance year for music. Like the boy is mine was number two. Shania Twain. You're still the one was number three Savage garden, truly madly, deeply number four. That's a good one. Yeah. How do I live by Leah? Like these are all with the, with the notable exception Of Too Close, the song about dancing with a boner. (laughs) These are all like vaguely chaste-ish songs to dance to from a respectful distance inside of like a VFW.
0: (laughs) Too Close is what they put on at like 8.30 at the school dance. Yes,
1: (laughs) yes. After, oh, the chaperones have gone to get more. Orange soda, Yes. (laughs)
3: Was ad- was Closing Time played at every bar in
0: 1998 in the
1: night? Or? I, don't, I was 15. Gosh,
0: I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. I, I know I, know <laughs> I grew
1: up in Florida, but that doesn't mean I was going to bars. Uh-huh. Yeah, I
0: don't know, Jay, but it's starting in about 2003 onward, it was played at every bar. Yeah,
3: that's what I was wondering. Was, did, it become, <laughs> did it become a cultural phenomenon immediately, or was it more of a uh, – I,
0: re-
1: I feel like it took off pretty quickly. Yeah.
0: yeah, I think so too. We were dancing to Candle in the Wind – the updated version for princess di the, the
1: princess the princess diana version yeah exactly
0: that was uh that was a top 10 hit from 98
1: in re- in retrospect is it lazy that elton john didn't write a new song
0: i think yeah. it is but especially because like, like at least put it on somebody else's beat like to to just right. write new words to your own song this isn't like uh you know pusha t putting a diss track on top of the story of oj this is just him taking his own song and putting new lyrics to it which has anyone else ever done that, notably? I don't think a eulogy should really be
2: like a Mad Lib. Like, <laughs> maybe use a pen and pencil and uh, get to thinking. Hey, there
3: speak you. for your own eulogy.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'd actually love or, mine to be Candle in the Wind.
1: <laughs> or or I just wish she had done something more obviously lazy and just done like Crocodile Rock, but with Diana in there am-fistedly. <laughs> <and, and> <laughs> I remember when Diana was young. <laughs> You're like, oh, Jesus, Elton, no.
0: I am completely redoing my Hot Reels video for this week to do that. There's, there's no question about it. The, uh, we've, we've been kind of avoiding the uh, 800-pound gorilla in the room, which is tub thumping. Uh, that was this year? Jesus. Yeah, is that, is that song, like, that was the song in 98, and, and I, I think I liked it but I hate it so much now that it's hard to remember that it's like the, the poor man's jump around.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's an accurate, um, <laughs> man, this, this, and this was tub something. Oh God. I feel forever ancient. Thank you. Yes. And also
0: Hanson had the umbop. Uh, I think it was this year. Maybe it was the year before. I feel like it can't be this year cause it would have been in the top 10. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, that's a good We point. we did have
3: Backstreet's Back though. That's uh Oh yeah, all the Backstreet
0: pop, boys songs were b- absolute bangers. Quit playing games <laughs> with my heart. Everybody or is that the same as Backstreet's Back? That's I,
3: Backstreet's Back.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I just outed myself as a as a 2%er Backstreet Fake fan. fan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot. Let's I'm I'm feeling like this uh weird combination of Depression and nostalgia right now, which I guess is kind of typical.
1: T- typical Monday say, night. That's, that's. I was going to say that's pretty A and M, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: That's the spirit. <laughs>
1: where where everything's
0: rooted in tradition that involves no winning.
3: Yep, seems seems right. <laughs>
0: we're we're almost to the portion of the show where we just read off how much things cost. <laughs> In 1998, which isn't my gas was a dollar, (laughs) dollar 15, actually, Jimmy. (laughs) The funny thing is, I'm look, I I don't even know what a loaf of bread costs today. So this, for all I know, is the same price. Oh, good times. Any. Do we have any other takes on 1998 or have we exhausted all of our Google tabs? Can
2: Mm. Can I give just some highlights of the college football season in 1998?
0: Oh, I please forgot stay. that we talk about college football, please. <laughs> I'll be brief, but there was a, uh,
2: boys, there was a lot of layers to this. It was the first year of the BCS. And as I thought about this in a historical context, um, this was before the internet got terrible. It was very brand new and people were, anytime you threw out the word computer, people were impressed. And so I think <laughs> when the BCS was born, everyone just thought, sat around in suits and they're like, Hey, we've turned it over to the computers. Like, this is the wave of the future, and the BCS was so successful that we continue to use it to this day. Uh, <laughs> the first year of the BCS, here's a little trivia. Who beat who for the national championship?
1: Oh, I know, I know this because it, it directly ties to Florida in a lot of painful ways. Uh, Tennessee beat Florida State. That's correct.
2: And it Those was the a year after uh, Peyton Manning graduated.
1: It was the year after Peyton Manning uh, graduated, so it's T. Martin for Tennessee, and these are the only two teams that Florida lost to in 1998.
0: Mm. Also correct. It's like a reverse Auburn when Georgia played Alabama.
1: Yes, it's (laughs) exactly that. Yeah,
2: And things really have flipped in the last 20 years. I mean, obviously, A&M is celebrating their last uh, conference championship this weekend, which was 20 years ago. Also in 1998, Syracuse won the Big East, which got them a BCS Bowl. UCLA won the Pac-10. Let's see. Oh, Sebastian Janikowski won the Lou Groza Award. (laughs) Nice. Champ Bailey won the Nagurski Award. And your Heisman finalists were Ricky Williams. We don't like to talk about him. He basically sealed it on Thanksgiving or the Friday after Thanksgiving. I can't remember.
0: Don't remember Kansas that game. AM.
2: Don't worry about Michael it. Michael Bishop from Kansas State, Cade McNown, Tim Couch, Kentucky. And Ooh. Donovan McNabb. Oh boy. Was
3: that was ninety eight when Hal Mom was still at Kentucky?
2: Yeah, because I I think Leach was the offensive coordinator yeah. of that Kentucky team. Yeah, wow.
0: they should. They should bring Tim Couch out on Kyle Field on Saturday. I think. I mean, they they won't. But it's, since it's certainly an option game. they have, though. Like, <laughs> like yeah. do you
1: mean? Do you mean like as a fanfare thing, or just like, oh, hey, he happens to be. Look, we found him rooting around in the cellar. <laughs> just just kind
0: of like a, a segue on this podcast. Like speaking of 1998,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Here's Tim, Couch. Here's Tim Couch. Okay, go. Go away now, Tim. Thanks. And then
0: he just hears all this hissing and has no idea what's going on.
1: We wanted Jared Lorenzen. (laughs) Oh, they always want Jared Lorenzen.
2: So, uh, yeah,
0: that was your uh, 98 football season. Thank Uh, you for. Ooh, ooh, I got to do like a one of those uh, abrupt record stop scratch sound (laughs) effects to uh, there. Thank you to uh, to mention that we forgot Wild Things. The movie came out in nineteen ninety eight. Man, what did I say about being a fifteen year old boy? (laughs) 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 Yeah, that was like that was a movie where you just can't believe what you're watching. I think in the theater, it might be kind of tame for today's standards though.
3: Yeah, I mean we have Game of Thrones now, so
0: yeah, that's true.
1: It's also weird to look back at like who was in what conference at this point. It's like, oh, the big East, yep, you still you sure did have all those teams, Rutgers and temple, you lucky dogs, <laughs> however did you do so well right? yeah, it was
0: no, uh, nothing
3: more beautiful than New Jersey and Philadelphia
0: <laughs> <laughs> so that's where I grew up. Thank you, Jay. You always, you're welcome. you always find a way to slight me, uh my upbringing the the ninety eight did you did you watch the game, do you think, Ryan, the 98 uh, Big 12 championship?
1: Not not that I can recall. Okay. Um, so I'm not going to pretend
0: otherwise. We, my brother and I were watching it at my parents' house. And right when uh, Sir Parker scored the game winning touchdown, the phone rang and we thought it was my dad. And we picked up the phone like screaming like absolute maniacs. And it was somebody else who had no idea what was going on. <laughs> uh, that's that's my most fond memory from 1998, I think.
1: That's the other fun thing. This was a time when your phone would ring and you didn't know who it was.
0: <laughs> That's right. And you would answer it when the phone rang. <laughs> and, you would,
1: and you would answer it willingly and enthusiastically. <laughs> That's
0: right. Oh, shoot. Good, 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 good stuff. Well, this whole thing has really just been a, uh, a setup for um, selfishly for my Hot Reels video, which is going to be a 1998 mashup this week.
1: You're welcome. So
0: thank you for Please playing along.
1: Please don't use any of my sweater vest photos. (laughs) No,
0: I was hoping to use your, uh, your too close, uh, soundbite, but (laughs) I really screwed myself there.
1: Foiled again.
0: (laughs) Oh, good stuff. Any closing thoughts on 98 before we, we wrap that portion up?
1: I'm so glad it's dead. Okay, uh, so so glad it's dead. You're
0: yeah. you're definitely gonna want to leave before we do the other stuff, Ryan. Because yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go think about um, how I used to be young and beautiful, and enough that I could think that I could pull off a sweater vest, and now I can't <laughs> even pull off regular
3: clothes. Good job, man. You could always hang around for the weather forecast.
2: <laughs> hey, Ryan, can I ask you one question before you? Yes. It? Considering our audience, I'm curious, what do you think about the University of Texas?
1: Um. You know, as mid-majors go, I think they're scrappy, and I think they're fun. You know, it's it's always fun to see a group of five team go out and beat USC, something like that. Um, <laughs> you know, I know I know football's new to them, so that's exciting, too. <laughs> kind of weird to see Tom Herman make a lateral move like that, but I get it. You know, sometimes somebody throws a whole bunch of money at you, and and hopefully, you know, one day he can get – I don't know, the Minnesota job or something. So, you know, really step up for, it's a good stepping stone program. Let's put it that way. I like it. (laughs)
2: Excellent. Perfect. Thanks, man. All
0: right. All
1: right. Thank you, Ryan. Take care. Thanks Ryan. See ya.
0: He's definitely putting on too close and popping in wild things right now.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That was probably one of the best segments we've ever done.
0: From From a personal
3: entertainment standpoint.
0: I'm not cutting that because we need your we need your promotion, your self-promotion as part of the show.
2: <laughs> Cup, you need to put in uh, Too Close and Wild Things into Hot Reels this week.
0: Oh, man, it's like done. It's going to be really oh, tough shit. to do that. I can do like a Wild Things clip, but the music is done. I spent like all week mashing it up last week. Oh, you know what, though? I could start with the opening line of Too Close. Because I just throw it at the beginning. There you go. Good idea, man. We're born here on We've Never Been Clicked. Yeah. The hot reels. Jay, do you have the weather?
3: I do have the weather, if you'll allow me to pull up the screenshot that I took before this podcast started. Uh, I have a high of 85 with a 20% chance of rain for College Station on Saturday. Uh, by Saturday night, it'll be cooling off to 73. Winds out of the southeast at five to 10 miles an hour, and again a 20% chance of rain. Sounds like a beautiful day in Aggieland for some football.
0: Good. I was while you were doing that, I was looking for a, a rain-based song from '98. I'm sure there's one, but I didn't. I didn't find it.
3: Uh, I can. I can keep looking for you. Yeah, that do
0: that up. for the rest of the show, please.
3: All right, got it.
0: Or, or maybe after the rain passes, we will get a ray of light. Thank you, Madonna. Oh,
3: that. I thought you were gonna go with Drowned World by Madonna. Uh,
0: oh, okay. The <laughs> well, rain? Sure. There you go. That's <laughs> a whole Ma- whole Madonna thing going on. Jimmy, we our listenership was at an all-time low. That's not true, but it was at a <laughs> it was at an all-time low for this season last week and only one thing really changed, except for losing to Alabama by a significant number of points, and that was your absence. So I think everyone's waiting for... Burst, burts. We're you, back to make our Billski's
2: <laughs> on Burst, bursts.
0: Did you jot down your picks last week in absentia? You know... In the spirit of integrity, I won't even
2: recite them back because it just, you know, it would. Uh, it would no one's like going to believe you. Yeah. Yeah. So we're
0: just. You went four for four?
2: Five. Yes. I went four for four, won four mil skis. In fact, I parlayed <laughs> it. So it was 40 mil skis. Um, <laughs> things are going well. Um, let's see. It's Monday night when we're recording probably Tuesday when you're listening to this. So still early on in the week in terms of lines and getting a feel for this week's card, but friends, I think I've identified some, uh, some interesting lines where we can wet our beaks and uh, hopefully pull in another four Milskis. I'm going to start with the line that uh, Aggies have been talking about. You know, wasn't really sure. You got uh, Kentucky coming to town, Kentucky ranked number 13 in the nation. Who would have ever believed it in October uh, that this would be such a huge home game? But, folks, A&M opened as a a six-and-a-half-point favorite over Kentucky. Now, the line has since moved down to six, but that's still pretty healthy. A little uh, uh, frame of reference, home field advantage is typically mm, about three points. So, if this was played on a neutral field, uh, A&M would probably be favored by three points. This whoa, weekend. Whoa, whoa, whoa,
0: whoa. Isn't Kyle Field like eight points?
2: I'm glad you asked. So, yes, on a neutral field, AM would be a dog. <laughs> so, thank you, 12th man. Um, this line is so odd to me that I, I feel like it's a lot of points to be giving given up to a team that plays pretty sound defense and can run the football in Kentucky. However, it's kind of a good matchup for AM. Like, you know, like Kentucky can't really throw the ball, and that's proven to be a bit of a challenge for the A&M defense and uh, tackling in the secondary. The run defense for A&M has been stout. Uh, six is still kind of a big ask, a big number to cover, but we're taking the ads. We're laying the points. I think the, the hate barn is going to be rocking on Saturday night, and uh, I think the poor performance against Arkansas, kind of lackluster, not putting four quarters together, It'll have the coaches in these guys' ears all week long and uh, kind of a refocus. Arkansas came on the heels of uh, the trip to Tuscaloosa. it was kind of it had a, it had all the markings of kind of a letdown spot for uh, the AG. so we're gonna uh, take the AG Saturday night. Moving on down the card. another line that will jump out to people. LSU is playing in at uh, Florida on Saturday at the at the swamp. I think this is the CBS game in the afternoon. so, Uh, Anyway, LSU also having a uniquely successful season uh, up in the top five when people thought Odron might be on the hot seat. LSU is only favored by two heading to Florida. Hmm. Hmm. So what that makes me inclined to do is we're taking the Gators and only (laughs) two points. I think this might be the end of uh, the little – the little run that LSU is having. I think uh, Florida can match up with them and on defense Bowlin has seen LSU a ton of times. So we're taking Florida plus two red river shootout. Yeah. Still it a shootout, Oklahoma, Texas, Oklahoma's favored by seven and a half. Uh, I'm picking this game for the show and might uh, sprinkle mm, maybe half a mil ski on it. But the truth is this game is so hard to figure out every single year underdogs win it outright all the time. So, uh there's huge blowouts in one way or the other and it really is one of those where you throw out the record and never seems to make sense. But uh I do think Oklahoma is just a much better football team than Texas. Texas in my opinion is a bit of fool's gold right now. They've they've gotten by uh you know, just kind of squeak by Tulsa. Tulsa's terrible. They Barely squeaked by K State this past weekend. K State is really bad. I'm, I mean, these teams are like Arkansas level bad. So Oklahoma is kind of firing on us all cylinders again. Uh, So Oklahoma minus seven and a half. Third and fourth game, final game. I'll make it quick. Wisconsin hosting Nebraska. Nebraska is a mess right now, and uh, especially on defense up front. Their front seven is just getting bullied, and uh, Wisconsin at home. Uh, their big uglies are going to just run all over Nebraska. Uh, so I think uh, Wisconsin can easily cover
0: uh 20.5 spread. So
2: those are your best
1: bets.
0: Nice. I think I disagree with all of your picks. So one of us is going to be rich. And the other one will be homeless. That's right. I won't. I only bet them in my mind. Mm. So <laughs> And brag about when you're right and don't talk about it when you're not right. Yes. And then I Google betting slips and then I post other people's slips. as my own. Very good. All right, boys. I think we're ready for Kentucky. Um, I never would have expected this to be a game of any consequence, uh, but it should be a good one. We'll see see if the Aggies are ready to move into a stretch where they need to win a bunch of games. Can't wait. It's exciting. See you next time when we play South Carolina. I think we're going to have Steven Garcia on the Woo. show. Yeah. So that you don't miss that show, please do subscribe. Leave a rating and review. I don't know how that helps you not miss the show, but it would be a nice thing to do for Jay. who's Love
3: us. Love us. Please love us.
0: Yes. Jay needs the validation as, as we all do.
3: Cause we've never been